live. Live from the Toad Hop Network studios. In Hollywood, this, this is the ToadHopNetwork.com. It's a groovy way of relaxing. Radio worth watching. Radio worth watching. Hey, what's up, Geekscapists? Welcome to your first Geekscape in two weeks. I'm sorry. I had to go to South by Southwest and get you guys some exclusive interviews and coverage that's currently up on the Geekscape.net website. This is Geekscape. If it's your first Geekscape, well, where the hell were you for the first six years? I was alone. I was a geek, just like you, I hope. And uh, now we have Unity, which was the design of this whole thing. Johnny Ice is over here in the studio. I'm by my lonesome. Sometimes we have guests, but always we're at our bests. Talking about movies, video games, and comic books here on the radio. Oh, man, where to start? We've got some phone calls, and the phone lines will be hopping all freaking show. 323-622-8623 is the phone number. We will be getting to your phone calls. Just give me a bit to start the show. Um, again, sorry that I was out last week. I went home to Austin for South by Southwest, and it was the 20th anniversary of the uh, the the first year of the, of the film festival like it's been going on for 20 years and I remember going to South by Southwest in 1994 as a 15 year old and I used to go see him at like the Dolby Theater which was like the campus theater and that's where they had all the the movies there and uh, and it's just turned into a, a monster of a festival since in a good way like the kind of monsters you want to like um, like have as your friend uh, not a, a terrible monster I love the festival and this year was one of the best years I got to see Evil Dead which is fucking awesome the new evil dead movie put your fears aside i loved it um it is a hard r it is probably it should probably be an nc-17 i mean the movie i saw should be an nc-17 it is a brutal brutal movie i put a spoiler free review up on the website so i think it's like two three pages in look in reviews see if you can find it i've got that evil dead spoiler free review for you also, there's a counter-argument uh, piece from our writer in Austin, Brent Moore, who went to see the movie with me. This guy, Brent, I don't know what it's going to take you to like stuff. No, I'm kidding. He actually liked the, uh, the, the movie, but he, um, he, had some, he had some qualms with uh, some of the fan service that the movie plays. Because obviously it's an Evil Dead movie. We as Evil Dead fans want to have some winks to the Sam Raimi movies that we loved. And the movie does do that. I didn't have a problem with that stuff. I thought it was fun. You take that stuff out... You still have a really kick-ass horror movie. You still have a movie that goes so far beyond what I think is an acceptable R that it is just going to give you nightmares. Um, most, of the mo most of the audience was cringing throughout the entire film. It was just raw, like scraping a freaking saw across your bones. It was nasty. Um, and I loved every minute of it. It was a sick movie. We got to talk to uh, people like Jim Carrey. Car oh, sorry. Johnny, I'm going too fast. I'm coming out hot. Uh <laughs> I got to talk to like people like Steve Carell, Jim Carrey. I was putting their their, their names together. And that's why I was messing up. Olivia Wilde. We, we started. Um, this is funny. Sean and Derek and the rest of the Geekscape team did a re really awesome job of keeping the the website like locked down and running throughout the entire week. Um, 
I literally got 18 hours of sleep or so in about five days. Like, I was pretty fucked up. I was teaching a, a class at the film school uh, last night, and I had to keep pacing or else I would have just fallen asleep, like, standing. And I was, <laughs> I was helping this girl color correct. Uh, I mean, like, literally, I landed and went straight to the school, and uh, I, was, I was helping this girl color correct. And, um, and, like, I couldn't tell if I was awake or not. Uh, we're going to keep talking about South by Southwest. There's tons on the website, including my interviews with Steve Carell, Joss Whedon, Jim Carrey, Olivia Wilde. There's going to be tons more. I'd be checking the site. Let's take a call just to get ourselves warmed up. All right. Uh, caller, you are on with Geekscape. What's up, brother? Hey, what's going on? Who's this? This is Kim Ditto. I'm from Arkansas. Hey, Kim. How are you? <laughs> I'm good. <laughs> I'm good. So, Kim, you're a newbie to uh, Geekscape. At least you haven't ever called in before. Um, I haven't. Are you a geek? Uh, some say that. <laughs> All right. Well, listen, i, I got to tell you, I've got a buddy calling in in a couple minutes. Uh, I met him at the film festival over okay. the weekend. He's a former He's a former NFL player. And I uh-huh. a- and I asked him. I mean, I see this huge dude. He's like six four, six five. And I go, dude. Oh, that is a big dude. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, and he looks like a pro athlete. Like he's jacked. And I and, and I'm like, he looks like freaking Batista. And I go, and I go, dude. What what brings you to the film festival? And he goes, well, uh, you know, I left the NFL and uh, now I want to be an entertainment lawyer. So I'm seeing a bunch of films. He goes, what, what's your story? And I said, well, I run this thing called Geekscape. And he looks me dead in the eyes and he goes, do you play? He, he goes, do you play Skyrim? And I go, what? He goes, I love Skyrim. In the next hour, all he's talking about is fantasy gaming. He's going to call up and, I mean, this dude is huge. And he's going to call up and all he's going to talk about is how he runs around as a female elf mage in freaking Skyrim casting fire spells. I swear to God. That's what he's going to talk about. Yeah, so so it's okay to be a geek. It's okay to be a geek. Of course. So what are you into? What's your drug of choice? War of Warcraft. Oh man, now that's hardcore. Like that's that's being like, nah, I'm gonna step away. That's not pot. That's heroin. That's like that's like hardcore <laughs> geek right there. We love World of Warcraft. That is awesome. Yo, I, I, I do too. My husband got it for me. So well, he got see, um, the, the honestly the reason I called yeah was because I got to Steve Austin. Yeah. So you were listening to Steve Austin, and you're a wrestling fan, I'm guessing, right? My whole family is. Okay, I'm going to throw you some geek trivia. You can okay. you, you can use Wikipedia. My name is Jonathan. Okay. My name is Jonathan London. What former professional wrestler is my younger brother? You can What's probably your just name? Jonathan London, the host of Geekscape. You can probably just throw it out off the top of your head. Jonathan London. Do you know that his younger brother was a professional uh, wrestler? The clock Will is. You stop it. The clock is. Whoa, are you guys getting frisky it's over there? Name, what's his name? Paul London. That's my younger brother. I took him to lunch earlier today. Yeah, my younger brother is Paul London, former WWE Turn tag off. champ, cruiserweight champ. He's a two-time tag champ. My younger brother. Did you know that? Guess who? Tra- guess who trained him? Guess who trained him? Not me. <laughs> get, get, uh, okay, I'll, I'll tell you a funny Paul story. Since I, I'm guessing a lot of Steve Austin fans are still watching the feed. Yes, my my younger brother is uh my younger brother's former WWE wrestler Paul London, and uh, and and so when I so when I went home to uh, to Austin, I was staying in my old room, right? Yeah. And Paul called me, and I was like, and I found I'll, I'll tell you this story. I found this old magazine. Remember when you can go to like Six Flags as a kid, and you can take your picture in front of, on like a magazine, like you're a rock star or you're glamorous or, or like a football player. You know what I'm talking about? At Six Flags, they have those things. 
those those uh, like little photo shoots where you can take a picture. What are you killing someone? What the fuck is going on over there? What was that? My took... husband, he's being goofy. I love. He thinks I'm an idiot for calling. No, because hey, because I got a number off of Twitter. Hey, it's it, it takes all types here on Geekscape. Okay, <laughs> you're a World War <laughs> you're you're a World of Warcraft and a wrestling fan. I think you're right at home just between you and me. Uh, so. Yeah, absolutely. So I, I go through Paul's room, and I find this old magazine that he had made up at, like, a Six Flags, where he must have been, like, 10, 12 years old, and it says, Wrestling Magazine. It has a picture of Paul, and he's wearing, like, a junkyard dog outfit. <laughs> like he, he looks like a fucking bushwhacker. And, it, and there's a picture of him, and he's got, like, an 80s Tony Hawk, like, gleaming the cube haircut. And he's, like, sitting there going, it, it, I mean, it just looks like a little 10-year-old fat kid, like, in a wrestling photo. But here's, here's what uh, Paul called me, and he's like, dude, that's embarrassing. Go find my Letterman jacket. Paul, now when Paul was a senior in high school, there wasn't a wrestling team in our high school. Paul started it, and he became the first captain. And I'll tell you this embarrassing insider story on Paul London, former WWE tag team and cruiserweight champion. He goes, dude, find my Letterman jacket. It's so embarrassing. So I found Paul's Letterman jacket, and there's a giant W for our school, uh, Westlake. And he, and he goes, now take a look at what it looks like the wrestlers are doing. And the two Greco-Roman wrestlers yeah. like are uh, like like silhouetted on the damn yeah. thing. It looks like a dude's blowing another yeah. guy. <laughs> he goes, he goes, he goes. They made me wear that. Like at school, you know, you have to wear your Letterman jacket like the day of the match or the day of the game. Paul's walking around with his Letterman jacket. It looks like a dude is blowing another dude. <laughs> is the same guy who did the Disney fucking? I don't know. I mean, that's the truth. Oh man, that was a fun little phone call you got there. Uh, it was crazy. I don't. They were like they're from Arkansas. I'm thinking they're fucking hog tying and shit like yeah, that. Did you right. hear that in the background, yeah. Johnny? It's like woo wee, man. We're having a good time up in this now. <laughs> I love Paul London. Oh man. All right. Uh, my buddy Otis Grigsby is gonna be calling up former NFL player to talk World of Warcraft. We also got Brent Moore calling up to uh, talk about South by Southwest and uh, all the movies he's seen. Um, I also saw a movie called uh, Milo. This movie was insane. This movie, Milo. It's got um, Ken Marino from the state, and it's got a couple of people from like community in it, so it's a comedy, but it's, it's, a, it's a comedy horror, and Ken Marino has a demon living in his colon. <laughs> it's a midnight movie. It's like a perfect midnight movie. So I go to see this movie, and Ken Marino literally plays this guy. Patrick Warburton is his overbearing boss, and uh, he starts having like problems going to the bathroom, it, like so painful are his shits that he's like <laughs> he's like he's like passing out from the pain, and when right he and when he passes out, you hear like this, bloop, and you see <laughs> and you see these little feet run run across his like run across the frame, yeah. and it's this little demon that's popped up out of his ass oh, no and has gone to kill people who are causing stress in his life. So it's like a subconscious thing that he's causing these things to come out and, and start killing uh killing monsters and stuff. So. Um, that was Milo. It's pretty awesome. I, I talked to the production company and the uh, sales company to see if we can maybe get him up on the show because, dude, he'd be yeah. perfect for Geekscape. Um, I love all those state people. I think they're all hilarious. Yeah. And uh, and Ken Marino is awesome. If you're not watching um, Burning Love on Yahoo, it's one, it's the best web. It's my favorite web series. It's also on E. I think now. All right, let's take one more phone call and then I'm gonna uh, clear the lines for Otis to call up and talk World of Warcraft. <laughs> hey, this is Geekscape. You're on the line. Are you calling from Arkansas? Hi, Mr. London. Hey, who's this? It's Val. Hey, Val, how are you? I'm doing good. Um, just wanted to see how you were doing after South by Southwest. I'm tired, Val. 
I'm like, <laughs> I'm really tired. I was, Are uh, you? it's one of those things where, uh, you're there for a reason. So you're just going to keep working. But, um, I didn't go to as many movies this year, but I passed out a lot of, uh, of cards and got a lot of cards and, uh, met a ton of people, which is great. Cause the things that we're working on here at Geekscape, I think are, they're pretty exciting. And, uh, I kind of hit the ground running, and I think I've been at school once, but uh, when I haven't been at school, I've kind of been in meetings. My wife is like, who are you? This is how tired I've been. I, I, I go to sleep every night, Val, and I read a comic book, right? Like, if I don't read a comic book, like, I can't go to sleep. I've wow, read. you are totally a geek. Yeah. But anyway, <laughs> so, so so I want to ask you something. Before I get to your question, it's taken me. I've read the, I've read the same two pages of the same comic book, Three nights in a row, because <laughs> like I just too damn tired. <laughs> I've got like I'll, I'll like wake up in the middle of the night, the comic book's like on my face, and I'll put it to the side, and then the next night I'll be like, I don't remember any of this. I guess I'll reread it, and then I'll wake up at like two a.m. with the comic book on my face, and I'll be like, ah, I'm just too damn tired to even get to through a, through two pages of a comic book. All right, Val, you want you had a question? Go for it. Yeah, I wanted to know if you found me a date for a Tuesday. Okay. Remember, remember the yes. thing that I talked to you about. Yeah, and it's a lost email. Okay, okay, Johnny, let, let's just be honest, all right? Uh, the event is a it's a television academy event celebrating the third season coming up of Game of Thrones. In Val here needs a date. You got to be in Los Angeles, and you got to be willing to have seen the first two seasons of Game of Thrones, or else some shit's gonna get spoiled for you at this event. But. Um, <laughs> Oh, I, yeah, I got I to say, yeah, you, you were looking for one of my writers to go with you. Well, yeah, because there are going to be, um, you know, the creators and executive producers and half the cast are going to be there, and I'm sure they're going to be answering questions and previewing the next season. That's what they usually do at these events. So it's either going to be showing the pilot episode of season three or they're going to be um, – you know, just talking about season three and what's in store, and I think it's really something that one of your writers can really benefit from. Absolutely, you know, and your website too. Absolutely, and I dropped the ball in that email so badly. Um, writers, <laughs> writers, if you are listening, or listeners, if you want to be writers, send me an email at jonathanandgeekscape.net, and let's get validate. I think that's cool. Have you guys given away dates here on the uh, on the on, on the radio before, Johnny? No, but I bet you a bunch of geeks are definitely yeah. willing to jump on. That. Val's great. Like right Val, Val, Val's Val's date work. I can't say that because I'm, I'm one of her teachers. Yeah. I can't say anything. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> I can't say anything. Well, I can. I, I don't even okay. think I can solicit this date. Um, Val, thanks for calling. We will get you a chaperone to the yes. Game of Thrones <laughs> season three event at the uh, TV Academy. Okay. I know you're an adult, but you're also my student. And it gets legally weird. Yeah. Um, all right, Val, thanks for calling. All right. We'll find you a date. What if we don't? What if we don't find our date? The pressure's on. Again, email me, Jonathan, at geekscape.net if you would like to accompany means- Val to the Game of Thrones event at the Television Academy uh, on Tuesday, which is awesome. If you cannot find her a date, that means the world has ended. There is no more men on the on the planet. Well, you got to be in Los Angeles. Can they Skype in, maybe? Or, like, I don't know, be part of the cell phone conversation? Um, another movie I saw uh, at South by Southwest is this movie that we've been promoting. Remember a couple weeks ago, Johnny, the uh, uh, Andrew and Katie, they called in to talk yep. about their movie Zero yep. Charisma? Mm-hmm. I saw this movie. I heard something. It was just on the news. Zero Charisma is one of the best geek movies I have ever 
scene. And I, whenever I see a movie about tabletop role players, this part inside of me cringes because I'm like, they're just outsiders who are going to make fun of us. You know, whenever you see any kind of movie about geeks, you're like, they're just outsiders who are just going to point at us and be like, oh, look how weird and funny these people are. Or maybe they are gamers themselves and they're going to make a movie, but they don't find themselves actually interesting. So they make a movie about, you know, their fantasy world. Like, oh, wouldn't it be cool if we kind of do a clerk style thing with ourselves? And then as we start playing the game, we go into the fantasy world and there's goblins and stuff. And it's just like, and then we're still kind of smart ass clerks people. And it's not funny. Yeah. It's not captivating. The stories are crap. Those movies end up stinking. Yeah. And we as geeks have a blemish on our history of films about our culture. Mm -hmm. uh, so obviously I had some concerns about Zero Charisma, but I saw that trailer and I just thought it was so awesome. And it seemed to really nail the sincerity of us as geeks, our loneliness, the way that we go into these fantasy worlds is kind of a relief from the world, but also how we see them as uh, cathartic means of dealing with the world, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, some of the best science fiction, some of the best fantasy is stuff that helps us deal with things that are really happening in our every day. So uh, that promise was in this trailer. Talking, of course, on the show with Andrew and Katie was awesome. And then I go to see this movie. Yeah. It's awesome. It was my favorite movie of the festival. And again, I didn't see a whole lot of movies, but I knew I had to see Zero Charisma and Evil Dead and Milo and these geek-centric films. Zero Charisma is one of my favorite movies that I'd seen in my 20 years of going to the festival. It's one of my favorite geek films of all time. They nailed wow. this tabletop role-playing culture. And then they nailed the culture that it spawns around it, right? Like hipsters taking on the whole geek thing, right? Like, you know how hipsters are kind of like, oh, I'm a geek, I'm into stuff. Or, like, you get the hot geeks at Comic-Con who are like, I love being a geek, Doctor Who. Or, you know, yeah, you know what I'm talking about? Like, you get the obnoxious wannabe geeks, and the, 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 the whole idea of sincerity is gone. Again, those hot chicks who go to Comic-Con and dress up as, like, Dazzler, they weren't me getting my ass beat for having a, an X-Man comic, right? Yeah. And so that whole misappropriation of a culture that we hold dear is something that if, if you do that in a movie and you really nail it, yeah. it's, it is cathartic to us. It's an incredible experience. I was so loud during this screening, just freaking out. I loved it. This movie is so much fun. If you were a geek, you were going to have so much to like in it. And you, I mean, they really knocked this thing out of the park. And I'm not just being facetious now that, like, I know the filmmakers. But the, the first off, the filmmakers don't want to know me. Let's just be very clear on that. The filmmakers, I bum-rushed them when the lights came up. <laughs> I fucking beelined it to Katie and Andrew. And I was like, it's me, Jonathan from Geekscape. We talked last week. And the looks on their faces were like, please don't remove my skin. <laughs> like, like, like uh, is there security in the theater? Please. Like, I was like, oh, my God. Thank you for making this movie. And, like, I'm touching their faces yeah. and shit. Like, I was way out of line. Like, straight up, just way out of line. Like, if they had been holding, like, a tape, like, they should. Katie... Uh, you need a taser or something like this. Like she really needs like a stun gun or maybe uh, like, like, like Annie needs to put on some more pounds. so he can just whip my ass. Cause I've literally like beelined it for her. It was like, I just want to say thank you for uh, making this movie. It's just, it was, it was sad and poignant yet hilarious and just so true. <laughs> I was such a loser. Johnny, like you would have been embarrassed for me either embarrassed or, or you would have been like, yeah, that's geekscape. Way to go, Geekscape. Mm-hmm. It was not one of my proudest moments 
That being said, the movie is awesome. I don't know what we're going to do. I mean, we got WonderCon coming up in two and a half weeks. I did put a pass in your name, by the way. Oh, you did? Perfect. Yeah, I put yeah. a pass in your name. So um, we got WonderCon and the WonderCon booth coming up in two and a half weeks. <laughs> it seems like Johnny wants to do some live broadcasting yeah. from there or at least some live taping yeah. and stuff. Yeah. Let's do that. Um, a little special episodes. Let's do it from WonderCon, see if we can get some guests to a special episode from WonderCon. That is March 29th, 30th, 31st at the Anaheim Convention Center. Geekscape will be there. Um, but I, I, like, I want to do something. I want to like give out Zero Charisma posters or promote the movie in some way. I don't know if they have the budget. I mean, they're so indie. I don't know. I don't know if they made more than like enough posters to promote in Austin. So um, we're going to take it on. We're going to promote the hell out of them. I, I'm so excited about this damn movie, and uh, I will champion it from here to infinity, or at least until the female, <laughs> at least until the filmmakers actually taser me. Hey, caller, you're on with Geekscape. What is going on? Yo, what's up, bro? <laughs> it sounds like a juggalo. Yeah, what's up, man? You got some Fago? Uh, what's up, brother? Who's calling? Uh, George is calling. Who am I talking to? I, I, I don't know who this is. John, Johnny, where'd you go? Johnny, I need help. Yo, yo I, got, I got this from Steve Austin's Twitter. Yeah. yeah. No, it's okay, sir. It's all right that you got this from Steve Austin's Twitter. I am a huge fan of wrestling, and you know, I said it early on the show. I, my brother is a, a pro wrestler, and I, I do love that that Steve Austin is doing a show here. We are a geek show. We talk about movies, video games, comic books, television. So yeah, well, when I see Steve Austin, some people are getting hype and shit. I love it. I met Steve Austin once. I met uh, Steve Austin at the dinner for WrestleMania. A couple Wrestle yeah. a couple WrestleManias ago, my brother Paul London was wrestling in WrestleMania, and um, and I don't know if you remember Paul London from a couple years ago in the WWE, but um, I went to this. Yeah. So I, so that's my younger brother, and I went to this dinner for all the pro wrestlers that they were having at the Sheridan when when WrestleMania was here in LA, and I and I saw like the Iron Sheik, he was at a table and he's hanging out, and I see um, the <laughs> I, and I saw the Rock, and I went up to the Rock and I was like, hey. Dwayne, I'm just a fan. Hello, da da da. And he was super nice. And then Paul had a lot of cool fans uh, uh, and friends that I that I really miss. Like I, I miss like Davari. I miss hanging out with Carlito. I miss hanging out with Jimmy Wang, um, Brian Kendrick, of course. Like all those guys are like my friends because, yeah. like, I knew them from Paul, and they took care of Paul when he was in the WWE. I mean, John Morrison. I saw John Morrison in San Diego, and he is one of the nicest damn guys. We got to get John Morrison in here. I love wrestling, but there was Steve Austin, yeah, and, and Steve so. Steve Austin was like at the like uh, the buffet table, <laughs> and usually when somebody's like trying to put shrimp on their plate or something, like they don't want some dude coming up and be like, "Hey man, I like you," <laughs> you know what I mean? But like I was like, but but you know what I mean? Like it's fucking Steve Austin, and I'm like, when the fuck am I gonna get a chance to like go talk to like Steve Austin, right? <laughs> And so he's sitting there, and he's putting, he's like walking down the buffet table, like putting shrimp on his plate and stuff like that. And I come up to him, and I'm like, uh, uh, "Hey, Mr. Steve Austin, like, if there's a theme for today's episode, it's that I've awkwardly approached people and fucking geeked out on them." But Steve Austin was super cool, man. He's like, "Oh, thanks, man. Glad, glad you, uh, glad you like my stuff." Because he was just in that movie where they put him on an island. What was that one where they put him on the island? Oh yeah. And he's got to like I, kick I some fucking it, ass. Uh... No, Paul and I and went they to see it. Blew up each other and shit. Yeah, that movie is fucking awesome. <laughs> you know what I gotta see? I gotta see that Steve Austin movie where it's him and Dolph Lundgren. The package. 
Oh, I it never just saw came. It. No, it just came out. It was in theaters up in North Hollywood. It played in like a couple theaters. It was Dolph Lundgren. Dolph, it's a Steve Austin movie. He's the hero. And Steve Austin has to like deliver a package or something. And like Dolph Lundgren is like some badass in it. And fucking if they come to blows, just imagine that, dude. Steve Austin versus Dolph Lundgren. <laughs> that movie would be the shit. And that movie exists. It's the same guy. That director, I think, I forget his name. But that director, if you Google this, has a short online right now. It's a Wonder Woman fan short. Yeah. And it's Wonder Woman fighting Nazis. That director did this movie with Steve Austin fighting Dolph Lundgren. And I got to find it. Yeah. I think it's called The Package. And that movie's going to kick ass. So, sir, it is totally cool that you called up a geek show that talks about movies, video games, and comics to talk wrestling because, hey, we're all geeks here, man. We are all geeks. Uh, thanks for calling, man. I like these wrestling fans who call out, man. <laughs> I like these. They all know your brother. Too. They all know my brother. It's, it's crazy. Let's take one more. Uh, let's see if Otis will call it, but um, then we'll take a spot break. Hey, you're on Geekscape. What is up, brother? Oh, man. Should I pretend that uh, <laughs> oh, I called Sean. Sean, 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 I do love the wrestling fans. But you know what, buddy? When you're calling up, it always helps. Um, listen, Otis is on your line. Sean, let me talk to Otis, and then I'll do a spot break, and then we'll talk to you, okay? So call up after the spot uh, break, right, right, Sean? I'll call, I'll call back. I'll All call right. Back. Thanks, buddy. Hey, Otis, what's up, buddy? Welcome to Geekscape. Hey, not much. How you doing? So, Otis, I told the Geekscape is about you. I said that I met a former NFL player who, when he found out that I did Geekscape, you talked my ear off for an hour and a half about fucking Skyrim. I think, yeah, it was, I think it was a little bit longer than that. I'm still talking about it to all, <laughs> to all my friends uh, down at South by Southwest. So are you still in Austin? I am, yeah. I'm at um, this um, party at Bangers. Uh, Rachel Ray's, let me see what it says. Rachel Ray's Feedback House Party at Bangers. Okay, and uh, and the funny thing about, about Otis is he's so into Skyrim, I ended up getting a text from him like the next day, and they had taken like a Skyrim photo. Like there was a Skyrim photo booth somewhere, <laughs> and I, yeah, the first, the first. Okay, so me and Otis exchanged numbers because he's yeah. a like-minded geek, and I was like, dude, I, we gotta hang out, right? So we exchanged yeah. numbers, and keep in mind, like, when 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 it, when you first had words coming out of your mouth, like, right? There's a six-five athlete talking to me, and I'm like, and you're like, yeah, I'm into video games. I'm like, oh, listen to this guy. He's gonna start talking about Madden and Call of Duty, <laughs> and when he starts talking, when he started talking Skyrim, I was like, what? The next day, when I get a text of him dressed as like a warrior in front of a Skyrim picture, I'm like, "Oh my god, Otis! Otis, you're the nerdiest guy I know." Hey, I'm, I'm really sad that you didn't go down and get a picture of yourself because I mean that's what I was trying to get you to do. We, we could have had a, a whole thing going there. Otis, I don't need a Skyrim photo, but I think that it was on your bucket list, like on Otis's bucket list. It was like, not only do I want to play Skyrim, I want to become Skyrim. <laughs> You know. I, 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 and you know what? Actually, I thought that I was going to get out of that was maybe a little entry into the beta beta testing for uh, the Elder Scrolls Online. <laughs> and that, yeah, yeah. And, and, and it was like, they were like, well, um, yeah, you can sign up for the beta, but you don't get any kind of special priority. I'm like, well, what the hell are you guys doing here? I could have done that at home. So you wanted like DLC and like you wanted like maybe if you like you take a photo, you get like a special downloadable like piece of armor or like some kind of weapon. Uh, yeah, I wanted something. I mean, something to say I got this from South by, and you know, it was like they're like, "Whoa, you know, stay tuned to uh, our website because we'll have an announcement on Wednesday." And then I checked the, the announcement on Joystick, 
And all it was was they opened up some type of merchandise store. I'm like, okay, I guess that's kind of cool. I can get a, a T-shirt or something. I don't know. But, I mean, it's not really anything special, though. I mean, I'm, that's why I knock the guys. I, I love them. So, you know, but so, I was expecting a little bit more. So, Otis, going back to your years in professional sports, how many – like NFL pros actively play games that aren't Madden or Call of Duty? Like how many of them are geeks? Because you and I were talking about how we, we played Red Dead Redemption and how you were totally into Oblivion and now you're, you're into Skyrim. Like like what is the percentage of NFL dudes who are like hardcore nerds? Man, you know, I feel like it's kind of low because um, I remember when I was in Minnesota, uh, Chris Cluey, uh the punter, I mean, he's, Chris Workback on, on – um, on Twitter, I'm pretty sure your your followers know about him, or maybe they know about him. But the guy was like into all the stuff that I was into, and and more. I mean, he somehow had time to play World of Warcraft all day long. He was like, I mean, the guy is was an expert at uh, Guitar Hero. I mean, and when I say an expert, I mean he would like kick everyone's ass. Like everyone you know, <laughs> if you know someone who was awesome, even the damn kid in the video that was playing with it behind his back and all that, like. He's better than that guy. I mean, he, he was amazing. So I was really impressed with him. But for the most part, it was Fight Night, uh, Madden. Uh, they, they, they were playing uh, Mario Kart. So that was a little different. Once uh, We had a little Mario Kart tournament going on in, in Minnesota. But for the most part, sports, uh, shooters. I mean, and I love I love shooters. Uh, so, you know. But no, no real Skyrim fans, at least not that I, I'm aware of. But they're, maybe they're just closet because they're afraid of getting made fun of. You know, these guys are kind of hard. But you weren't afraid. Like, like, did a lot of people know that you were a Skyrim addict? And how many hours have you put into Skyrim? Uh, so far, I, I mean, I'm I'm certain I put in over over 100 hours in this one. Um, Oblivion. I was like I told you before, I had about 140 in before I got the Red Ring of Death, and um, I accidentally when I traded in my Xbox, I accidentally gave him the uh, hard drive, Ugh. so I couldn't like finish the game. But so heartbreaking. Um, yeah, yeah, it is, it is. It's very painful. Like to this day, I mean, I still look at that game and think, one day, one day, I'll, I'll put it back in and finish it. But I, you know, I'm, I'm, a, I'm an adult now. I'm growing up, and I don't have time. It's really sad. I hate to tell you, Otis, you were an adult then too. <laughs> you, you were an adult then too. What were you playing for? Like the my, like the, you were. Was that... you're, 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 you're right, but I just didn't want to believe it. I still don't really want to believe it now, but it, it is true. I'm, I am, I am an adult. I have a wife. People keep asking me if I'm going to have a child sometime soon. So, plus I'm 32, so that doesn't, makes me an adult. Doesn't mean you can't celebrate this stuff. Doesn't mean you can't be into all this geek stuff. Absolutely. Oh, hey, man, check this out. So... I mean, you were telling me about the bronies, right? Yeah, and so we got we got a we got a couple. Yeah, we were talking bronies because we got some bronies in our Geekscape uh, audience. Or, or Shane O'Hare is a brony. Come to WonderCon, you'll see some bronies. Man, I I actually ran across the bronies documentary. It was um, guys had a, a startup. I, I think they're like called Screenland, and and they were hosting uh, people's films, and you basically host it for free, and then they, you know you sell it for like 10 bucks and they get like a small cut of it or whatever but when they were like they had it up on on their uh computer screen and it was bronies and i was like dude dude are you guys like ponies are you guys like fans or something they're like no we were just advertising i'm like oh, okay pump fake and then we started talking and um i made some friends just because of the bronies thing and i i'm almost tempted to, to check it out 
Wait, okay, so here's the thing with Otis. Otis did not know about bronies. He didn't understand bronies. And I started to explain it to him. And Otis is like, man, that, that's creepy. Or like Otis, Otis was doing what we do, which is like, like we're creeped out by the bronies. Then I tell Otis, <laughs> then I tell Otis that it's the same people who did Powerpuff Girls. And he goes, well... Powerpuff Bros was pretty good. <laughs> oh, hey, hey. I mean, and I was downplaying it. Powerpuff Girls are actually awesome. Uh, but, yeah. So you were a huge Powerpuff Girls fan. Like, you would watch it when it came on, and you were like, damn, this is hilarious. Oh, yeah, I would watch it. But actually, you know, dress up like Mojo Jojo for Halloween. <laughs> you dressed up as Mojo Jojo. Actually, I, think, I think I might do that. That's the, there we go. You can be, so my wife is here right now. She Dude. be a Powerpuff Girl. And I'll be Mojo Jojo. If you get Lauren, if you and Lauren do Mojo Jojo in a Powerpuff Girl for Halloween, that photo is going up on the site. That is amazing. All right. That's amazing, right, yeah. Otis. Well, dude, you got to come out to L.A. We got we got WonderCon coming up at the end of March. I know you're you're going back to law school, but this summer, San Diego Comic Con. I don't know how we can get you in, but San Diego Comic Con or something like that, or come out here to L.A. for Kamikaze in early fall or in November. Come out to Kamikaze. And meet some more filmmakers, meet some more entertainment people, and geek out with us. Man, I would absolutely love to come out. When is, when is Comic Con? Com- I don't. I, I don't. I, I should know. The middle of July. Yeah, I guess it's, it's like the middle the, of July. Yeah, it's like the, around the seventeenth. Okay, I'll be. Uh, I gotta take the bar like uh, July twenty eighth or something like that. So I'll probably be freaking out by yeah, that. Yeah, don't be doing but, that. Uh, but in November, we've got Kamikaze here in L.A., which is a smaller con, but it's pretty yeah. much – it's a ton of fun. And Stan Lee's company oh. puts it on. And we're, uh, well, we're good friends me, with them. Yes, yeah, sign me up for that. I mean, I'm, I, I will do that. Okay. I will right. make, a, make, it, make it happen somehow, someplace. Well, enjoy the rest, yeah, of, so- like that hard. Yeah. Enjoy the rest of South but, by Southwest. Let's talk in a few, okay? Hey, same here, Jonathan. All right. Bye, Otis. All right. Talk to you later. Bye, buddy. Bye-bye. It's pretty crazy, huh, Geekscapers? We got former NFL player Otis Grigsby. Huge, hardcore Skyrim fan. Guys, it takes all types. Like we said it before here on Geekscape. We got to take a spot break. Then we're going to come back and talk to Brent Moore and Sean Madden, Geekscape writers extraordinaire. And they're going to be telling you everything that's going on in the Cineplex, on screen, coming up, news, reviews, all that. Peace. Listening to the Toad Hop Network, radio worth watching. To leave your house to shop, to crawl through traffic to the mall, just to find the thing you wanted, isn't even there at all. Amazon.com is the answer. Shop at home and style and ease. Find exactly what you want. Ordering your stuff's free. Books on tape, games galore, everything you're looking for. Kindle, cameras, electronics, baby Einstein, hooked on phonics, Blu ray, movies, and TV, download, music, MP3, Pixar, Disney, microphones, pet supplies, and doggy bones, World of Warcraft, Nancy Drew, Sims, the Scruffs, Ishtim, too. Click Amazon. You'll smile with glee. Sometimes shipping's even free. What's up, Toadheads? Hey, make sure you check out the Toad Hop store on ToadHopNetwork.com. It's a great way to support the network and helps continue to bring you quality programming. Quality programming, my ass. Can you see I'm recording, you Oh! Does your car smell like... You need scent bomb. Does your house smell like... Get some scent bomb. Does the bathroom smell like... 
Get some scent bomb. Go to GetSomeScentBomb.com today for the best air freshener you've ever tried. We are so confident that you will love Scent Bomb that we're giving away a free bottle to the next 12 customers to type in the promo code RADIO at checkout. If you're tired of weak air fresheners, try Scent Bomb. Scent Bomb is a concentrated air freshener, so all you need is just a couple of sprays and the smell will last for days. That's right, you spray it today and you still smell it tomorrow. We guarantee that it's the best air freshener you've ever tried. So go to GetSomeScentBomb.com and enter the promo code RADIO at checkout to get your free bottle today. There's nearly 100 fragrances to choose from. So go to GetSomeScentBomb.com. That's GetSomeScentBomb.com. Hey, Total listeners, the sports guru. And the butt knocker. From the Sportscast, Wednesdays, 4 to 6, Pacific Standard Time. You got to check us out, man. We do sports like nobody else. Cover NHL, NBA, NCAA, NFL. We cover all sports. We got you got not the fuck out. Bonehead of the week. Check us out on Total Network, 4 to 6 on Wednesdays. And if you miss it, go back and watch it live. Totopnetwork.com or download the audio from iTunes. While you're there, leave a comment and rate the show. Hey, guys, we need it. We're the nickel and dime show of the network. Check us out. A lot of fun. Is that hunk of junk you call a car always breaking down and leaving you in the dust? Log on to Dyson-Motors.com and check out Dyson's full inventory online. With hundreds of quality cars in stock of all makes and models, you can find the next car of your dreams in minutes. And know you're getting super low pricing. Purchase a car today from Dyson Motors and receive a year of free oil changes. Bad credit? Worried about financing? Log on and get pre-approved in seconds. Go to Dyson-Motors.com and find your new car today. With Gamefly, choose from over 6,000 titles. Play as long as you want and send them back when you're done. $8.95 to start, no late fees. Gamefly.com. Games delivered. You're listening to the Toad Hop Network. Radio worth watching. All right, Geekscapers, we are back. Oh, my God. We are tearing through this show. You know, I like these wrestler calls. That's awesome. Uh, that might be one of them right now, but I actually think that it's uh, our good buddy Sean Madden, Geekscape writer extraordinaire. Let's throw him up here on the air. Hey, what's up, Sean? How's it going, buddy? All right. So, no, it's not a wrestler call. <laughs> Dude, what, what do you think of Otis real quick? What did you think of Otis calling in? Talking Skyrim. That was interesting. I, di- I didn't expect the Powerpuff Girl part. Dude, it was crazy. I like completely threw me off. I was like, as soon as it was said, I was, I like had to like second like look at the screen just to see your face to see how you reacted to it. <laughs> Imagine just like in a conversation, you're in the conversation with like a six four six five like black athlete who's fucking awesome. Oh, and, this, is uh, how, this entire show is going up. Uh, we were all just wondering if Johnny called Pete Scoot in the background earlier. Me and Derek like. I don't know. Aren't he goes, that was cute, or something. I don't know. I don't know what Johnny said. To, to tell you the truth, and Johnny just ducked out. Um, I don't pay attention. Oh, yeah. I, I don't listen to Johnny. Like we, we heard it. We were a little thrown off, but anyway. <laughs> so um, we got tons of news. Like I know we, we do like a quick four. Like, I, I don't even know what to do. We got to talk about this whole uh, Veronica Mars thing because Veronica Mars announced that they're throwing a Kickstarter together for their feature film. The goal was like two, three million dollars, and they hit it in like ten hours, and they're still climbing. Yeah. For this Veronica Mars oh, movie, I was I had it open on the computer at the comic shop, and we were watching it like a ticker. Yeah, so they they they're they're going to make a Veronica Mars movie. They're going to shoot it this summer. I never saw Veronica Mars, but I, but um, everyone I know who has loves it, and I probably should watch it. Our friend Danielle Stockdyke, who was at our wedding, she's awesome, was the showrunner on it, and um, 
Sorry, Danielle, I have yet to watch Veronica Mars, but um, I wonder what her role would be in the new movie. I mean, she's a TV showrunner, so would she work on the film? Have her on. Have her as a guest. Yeah, we should have her on, her, uh, on a guest. Her husband, Scott, is the is Sam Raimi's VFX supervisor. Like, he's the guy who did that awesome Sandman in uh, Spider-Man 3 when, like, it starts at a, as a pebble and turns into Sandman. Like, one of the best, one of the only good parts of Spider-Man 3 was him. And he did like the Doc Ock fight on the. Um, I mean, he and his team did the Doc Ock fight on the uh, on the on the on the subway. And he also did Oz, which opened up this past weekend. Dude, um, let's not get off the subject of Veronica Mars, but Oz was awesome. I got to go see it. Yeah, I've, I've seen it. It's, and it's good. Okay. Okay, well, I know we have a. I know we have a review on the front page right now. If you go to Geekscape.net, our buddy MC Dave has actually written a review. And I'm yeah, looking I forward to it. It's, not, it's nothing amazing, but it's good. Solid. It's great. It's cool. My doppelganger, Zach Braff, is in it. And, I mean, I'm a monkey, so I think that fits. Yeah, yeah. I think he's the best part of the movie. Um, so this Veronica Mars thing, the only reason I think it's – I mean, besides the fact that it's unprecedented and it's huge, um, I was talking to some other filmmakers today, and our worry from a filmmaking side is that we go in to, like, pitch a studio, and a studio like Warner Brothers, it would be like, um, ha- yeah, we'd like to give you money, but have you heard of this Kickstarter thing? And that's the worry is that, like, filmmakers, even at a studio level, they might see Kickstarter as a means for helping to supplement some of the budget and while seeing if there is an audience. And that's a little scary from our indie filmmaking, you know, viewpoint. It's like, shit, is this, how, is this the way everything's going to go now? You got to test yourself with Kickstarter before a studio is going to give you any kind of money. You know, I, it's got cause for concern and cause for celebration on this whole thing. That's that's what I, I want to say about it. It's going to be interesting to see how much they like pop off. At. They're just going. Yeah. When do when do you hit that middle lull? Like um, our buddy John Schnepp, who I saw yesterday, he successfully financed or got his Kickstarter goal for that Superman documentary about the Superman movie that didn't happen, Tim Burton Superman. So, but there's that there's that period with every Kickstarter campaign where you just like you you would just hit that like lull where you're just not climbing, and we'll see where that Veronica Mars one is. But dude, it looks like it looks like they're gonna have a hundred million dollars to make a Veronica, a Veronica oh, yeah, Mars. Movie. Big, uh, big yeah, Veronica Mars could look like the freaking Matrix. That's crazy. <laughs> Okay. So there's some other but, stuff. We got we we finally have Well, let let's let's talk because you and I we actually caused a war online because when, on Friday Oh, on Friday I had a quick one question interview with Jim Carrey. It's the only time that I had with Jim Carrey on the on the on the red carpet for uh uh Burt Wonderstone. I got one question and that was Guardians of the Galaxy, what's going on with it? And he said, I don't know what you're talking about. The video is on Geekscape.net. If you Google it, Jim Carrey and Geekscape and Guardians of the Galaxy, you'll find it. This thing blew up over the over the Internet over the weekend, and you saw it happen. Yeah. What well, happened? Basically, um, there was a site, um, a site I won't name, okay. who went and called. Basically, it was a little name-calling battle, and he called the site who originally reported the news that Marvel was looking at them, not that Marvel right. had captured them, not Marvel had talked to them, not that they were negotiating, just Marvel was looking at them. This other side was like, they're liars. And the finger pointing and then, you know, the back and forth went back. And I, I just read it on Twitter. I just like, sat back and watched it. You just sat and watched these two sites fighting over something that we created. That's kind of cool. Yeah. But, I mean, and the thing was, the guy, the person who posted the original story, which is, I mean, everyone knows this Latino review. Yeah. 
I, it doesn't mean it doesn't mean he's a liar that Jim Carrey said this. No. It just means it never got past his agent. It just meant they have asked for the availability, and his agents were probably, no, he's not available. And here's another thing, Sean. I was looking in Jim Carrey's eyes, and there's a reason that I that I that I put up that video with the title, with denies Guardians of the Galaxy in quotes because it's Jim Carrey. He could have been looking me in the eye saying, "I don't know what you're talking about," and maybe he still does. You know what I mean? I never got that. And, and, and I was next to a couple of the guys from Fandango on that red carpet, and none of us got the sense that Jim was being 100 percent honest with us. So we still don't know. If Jim Carrey yeah, is going to have a part in Guardians of the Galaxy, but we do know that somebody good. will have a part in Guardians of the Galaxy. That's the news that broke that today. Mixed martial artist and former WWE wrestler Dave Batista. So all you Jason wrestling Momoa, listeners, you want to fire your agents right now. Who, who does? Jason Momoa. So so basically, Jason Momoa. <laughs> Jason Momoa was up for the part. He didn't get it. But all you wrestling fans who are listening right now, that's right. Batista is going to be Drax the Destroyer in Guardians of the Galaxy. That one we can confirm. That's yeah, crazy. That's Solid today. David uh, Batista, Drax Destroyer. Sean, being our be, being being one of our experts on the site, good good casting choice. Or would you have preferred Jason Momoa? Um, I would have preferred Jason Momoa acting wise, but I think Dave Batista is going to have a better draw based on I mean how well has Jason Momoa's last two movies done? Right, right. No, I, I got you. And I think uh, Batista's got you know he's got the tattoos, he's got he's got the look. Um, it just I think Momoa. I think Momoa has been more trouble than he was worth. I mean, just look at what his agents did. With the, I mean, you know the story, right? No. He was asking for way more than they wanted to offer. Oh. Nope. Right. You got. I mean, you got to worry with these ensemble movies. There's a lot of people to pay. A ton of people to pay. Well, and then you have to pay also, for the movie. Also, you got to look at what has your last two movies made. And you're asking for this? Yeah. Right. Yeah, Conan did not exactly uh, light the box office on fire. Um, I, I, I actually, what's funny is, um, when I was watching Conan in the theater, I was putting gasoline on myself after a point hoping to catch myself on fire. That movie <laughs> was so bad. Um, there's two other big pieces of news. There's a new trailer out. It's a red band trailer for kick-ass too. And we've got that one up on the site. Um, we've talked about kick-ass, the original kick-ass, which if you actually Google that, you can find an interview that I did with Mark Millar and John Romita Jr. from South by Southwest a few years ago. I got to talk to them about Kick-Ass, and I love the first half of that first Kick-Ass movie. And then the second half feels like a different movie, and we've talked about that. Kick-Ass 2, this trailer, what do you get? The, what's the sense from it? Well, obviously, they had to dumb it down. I mean, because if you've read Kick-Ass 2, you know that there's no way they could pull that off as, as an already movie. Not only Kick-Ass 2, but the Hit Girl miniseries is kind yeah. of integrated into the movie. You yeah, know? I mean, because if you think about the three main things that they can't do, obviously they won't do the school thing. Right. There is a school they won't do the scene. scene with a red mist group and a certain female character. That one is a little brutal. Do, and they won't do the dog. Okay. Um, that that being said, um, if they have the same MPAA approval process that uh, Evil Dead did, they could get away with it because Evil Dead does some shit that is so fucked up. I can't believe it's in an R-rated movie. Um, you, I mean, I'm looking forward to Kick Ass too, and I have and I had my reservations with the first one. Um, no, I'm, I'm, I think it's, I think it's going to do really well. It's going to be really good. Um, a lot of people were, oh, like hating on Jeff Wadlow directing it. Is it, is it Wadlow or Wadlow? I, I'm not sure. I don't know. But they were, you know, because he's only done a, a movie called Cry Wolf, which was kind of like an indie slasher. Right. And then he didn't ever back down, which, I mean, it's an MMA 
was it MMA or kickboxing? I, don't, I didn't watch that one. I don't know. I got my ass kicked and left. Um, the one thing that I heard people were griping about was Jim Carrey doing this kind of uh, New York kind of voice. I think it's fucking awesome. I love Jim Carrey's okay. voice in this trailer. It's hilarious. Um, a lot of people didn't even recognize him, though. There were people that I knew that watched the trailer, and they, then they got to the end, and they saw and Jim Carrey, and then they realized, oh, my God, that was Jim Carrey. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, <laughs> and Jim Carrey and I are, like, friends now, so it's good to see him in another film. Okay, last piece of big news was this whole movie that we didn't think was ever actually going to ever come together. Like, I never actually believed that a Jurassic, and, we, and it may still not, but and we'll see how Jurassic Park 3D come, does no, when, they, when it comes out. What's that? But there is now a release date on it. There's a there's a 2014 release date on it. Jurassic Park 4, and now there's a director on it. Who's the director, the Sean? Colin Trevorrow, who directed uh, Safety Not Guaranteed. And Safety Not Guaranteed is fantastic. If you guys are, have the Netflix up right now, go ahead and Netflix Safety Not Guaranteed. Uh, it, it's a really really cool movie. It's got some time travel elements in it, maybe, uh, but I just thought that was a cool all-around movie. And now he's going to be directing Jurassic Park Four. I love that choice. Yeah, and there's only one. There's only one thing that will make or break this movie to me, mm-hmm. and that's if Jeff Goldblum is not in it. <laughs> if Jeff Goldblum is not in it, I won't see it. Well, I mean, are they getting everybody else? <laughs> I don't care about anybody else. I just want Jack Goldblum. Sean, I'm with you. The phone line is uh, bumping. If you want more, yeah, uh, if you want more Sean, if you want uh, more Geekscape, Geekscape.net is where uh, we hang our hats. Thanks for calling, buddy. Yeah, take it easy. Dude, Sean's kicking ass. All right, let's take a new one. Geekscape, you are on the air. What's up, John? Hey, Brent. How are you? Brent is still keeping it real down in Austin, Texas. For, through the end of uh, South by Southwest. Buddy, uh, I'm sorry I had to bail on you early and get back to Los Angeles to keep Johnny Ice. I actually had to get Johnny Ice out of jail again. But um, <laughs> what is going on uh, in Austin? You threw up some reviews of films that I hadn't seen. What you got? Yeah. Oh, man. Well, right now the, the music festival has really kicked in. Yeah. And it's just madness downtown. Mm. A lot of so I've been trying to hit up some of the more satellite venues and see some movies that are kind of replaying at this point. Right. Um, yeah, man, it's just just movies. So you saw Lo- you saw you well you saw Rob Zombie's new movie and I heard it's not good. Oh God, it is beyond not good. Mm. It is honestly one of the worst movies I've ever seen in my life. It's just uh, Lords of Salem, mm-hmm. um, which is kind of Rob Zombie's. Uh, Almost like return to his roots in a way after the Halloween series, right? Um, and he released like a trailer uh, a while back, kind of like a teaser, but actually kind of like visually it was kind of striking. And I think a lot of his um, stuff is. Yeah, yeah, and so and so I was I was interested in actually seeing it um, because I felt like Broad Zombie had a good movie in him. He just hadn't made it yet, right? Um, and seeing Lords of Salem was enough to convince me that he just doesn't have a good movie in him. It's, it's not possible. Okay. It so, is atrocious. <laughs> it is laughably bad. Like, I was shaking my head the entire movie just in disbelief at what I was seeing. Well, there's a movie that you really enjoyed, and I know George enjoyed it and a couple other people enjoyed it who I was in South by Southwest with. You went to see Spring Breakers. I, I did see Spring Breakers. And you, have, you threw a review up on the site. And I, okay. I, I went to see Milo instead of Spring Breakers, but after hearing Spring Breakers, I got to go see this thing in the theater. This is Harmony Corinne's new movie, and it's got James Franco in it in a bunch of like almost like teen pop stars. And it was described to me as a 
Jersey Shore meets Scarface. That doesn't even, I don't think, come close to what the movie is. But like a Scarface for uh, our generation type thing, like some weird crime yeah, thing. I mean, there's, there's, uh, there's actually some blatant, you know, Scarface, Scarface uh, reference and talk in the movie. Mm -hmm. But it's, it's just a like fever dream of a movie. I don't know if you, if you or the listeners are familiar with Harmony Crane's uh, previous work. Yeah. Um, if they, if they were, I don't think that. I, I think a lot of people. Well, let's say you, you're like. Different than it I love, is. I love kids. I love Gummo. I want to go see this movie, and then <laughs> it's not that. It, I mean, it's not exactly that, no, but it is the, uh, it's in the vein of Harmony Kareem. It's not in the vein of a summer or spring break party, you know, right. a Disney Girl movie. It is fucked extremely up. fucked up, and yes. it is very much like an art film. Um, I had a hard time actually writing the review about it, because it, it works in a way that is, different than my brain works but it's got um, these these teenage girls they go down to spring break and they run into yeah. this drug dealer james franco who is he going to get an oscar nomination who knows but his performance looks awesome and the, yeah, all, all, of a, all, all of a sudden it's like a crime movie all of a sudden it's like this crazy crime movie where shit's getting out of control it is it's weird but like it the plot kind of doesn't matter in the movie okay I mean, that's what happens but that doesn't really prepare you for what the movie is. The movie is very, um, it's just a sensory overload. It's just images and sounds thrown at you, and you can kind of put together a narrative thread or a narrative arc, but really it's just trying to um, evoke a feeling in you and kind of, I guess, pass along some kind of message. I'm not entirely sure what, it is. Uh, what it's saying. You, you kind of get... You know, ideas about it, its uh, mockery of pop culture and, and kind of the dangers of, of what kids aspire to these days and stuff like that. Um, it, it's probably yeah, like man, it's probably it, like Johnny Ice's teenage years when you think about it. <laughs> a lot of a lot of blood and a lot of cocaine. Um, Brent, but, um, yeah, are, are we going to be seeing more reviews up on the site from what you're experiencing now? Yeah, definitely. I'm trying okay. to figure out. It, it's weird because you know we miss you, you on know. the site, right? You you wrote you wrote like one review, and as soon as you did, Satori was like, "It's good to see Brent writing again." <laughs> you got to understand. Yeah, that, yeah. I don't want you back on the site for me. I want you back on the site for Satori and like the other Geekscapers who miss you. Me? I need to provide. I'll just uh, call you. We can do my, we, you and me. My old friends. We can just have more Skype sex, but them, those guys, they don't have access to you, Brent. Yeah. You're being selfish. You got to give yourself back. No, to man, me. I miss. I, I legitimately miss. Um, you know, for those who don't know, uh, back in kind of earlier in, in DeepSpace life, uh, mm -hmm. I did a podcast along with, uh, uh, with John on the site. Let's do and it. Kind of just directly for the forum members, essentially. We kind of had like a movie club, and I miss doing that. Well, Brent, uh, I miss talking to all these guys. Brent, our snobbiest, most pretentious geekscapist, we miss you, buddy. <laughs> We, we miss you. We want you back. I'm going to take one more phone call, and then we're going to call it a night, all right? Uh, thanks for calling, buddy. Have fun in Austin. Keep checking the site for his reviews. Uh, that was Brent Moore. He's awesome. And, uh, again, keep checking Geekscape for his reviews. we got one more phone call, then we're going to hang our hats and call it a night. Uh, Geekscape, you are on the line. What is going on, brother? Hey, man. It's Derek. Hey, Derek. What's up, my Canadian friend and writer? <laughs> Not too much. How are you? Good. Aren't you at work right now? Uh, no, I'm off work. I got off early so I could listen to the show. <laughs> you're gonna get fired because you're listening to the show. Uh, you're taking <laughs> yeah, a lot I of. Posted that because you're a review. Yeah, the thing with 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 my schedule is, uh, 
literally, I, I've barely been sleeping, and I've just been working. I've really been trying to push a couple projects that are going to have the Geekscape name on them. Um, hopefully, uh, they will not be on the web. Hopefully, they will be film or TV. And we do have some news on Doc of the Dead coming up, but I've gotten so busy that this is really mean. Uh, at South by Southwest, I would just write my review and email it to Derek, and he'd post it for me, which is uh, gross abuse of power. Um, Derek, what is up? You can hear the music. We are going to wrap up the show. What is up, buddy? Say it quick and say it slick. Hey, I just wanted to know, have you, did you see the relaunched Marvel's uh, Unlimited service at all? And what did you think of it? I have not. Digital comics are still something that I'm scared of because, again, I like reading them so that I can fall asleep yeah. and have them land on my face <laughs> when I get too tired. But let's talk about it on the site. How's that sound? Um, Derek, good, thanks for calling. I wish I had a two-hour show for you guys, and especially all you wrestling fans. But Johnny Ice, he won't allow it. Um, keep it up, guys. Keep telling your friends about the show. Keep spreading the love, and maybe that demand will turn into a two-hour show or even an hour and a half or an hour 15. Uh, I love you guys. Check out all this on Geekscape.net. I'm Jonathan London on Twitter. You can look for Geekscape on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube. We got videos up now. Subscribe. For Johnny Ice, I'm Jonathan London. Peace. Quit playing that loop. Let's call it a night. You're listening to the Toad Hop Network, radio worth watching.